back to Terror Takeover, your one-stop shop for all things creepy, disgusting, and horrifying. I'm your host, Crow. And we have a special guest. Hello. My, my husband, Kai, with us today. It's our last morning in Malaysia. We're literally flying out in a few hours, but we wanted to do one last episode here just talking about some Malaysian folklore. Yeah. And I'm really excited to get into it because um, this kind of like reminds me of when I was a kid and my mom was like telling us all these like weird stories about like Filipino ghosts and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, let's really get into it. Um, we have some things written down here, so we're hoping Kai can maybe just give us a little bit more information on them if possible, or maybe some like personal stories of his own or anything. Yes. But um, I think we should start with this one because we kind of talked about it a little bit off the podcast, but there's something called the the yellow Volkswagen of, how do you say it, Kai? This famously known highway that connected to from when you were traveling from the south to north that is there's this one part of the highway they call it the Kara highway it's, it's a name of the for a highway that uh everybody has to just pass through that 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 section it's a pretty popular area to drive right, right yeah but um they say that it's like uh haunted uh, at night i guess like in the wee hours like in like maybe around 1 a.m. or something. So what is the story with the yellow Volkswagen? Well, I remember growing up hearing a lot um, talking about like incidents of just seeing this, um, this, sometimes it doesn't just come in the form of a yellow Volkswagen. It can be like in a big truck. Like oh, really? I think it's a little bit similar, like the ghost truck that um i think i heard y'all talk about oh, no. a little bit about ghost trucks yeah. and stuff the like ghost that trucks, yeah. so yeah. just to fill you up more about this uh Kara highway thing is i personally like drove through Kara highway before so there is this section there is like a imagine it's like a big long turn that lasted like 15 minutes like a big curve yeah like yeah, a big curve of the turn and then um it, it, it became famous because um, because of how the road was being structured and there are many many reports of like, uh, car accidents and there are many reports of like you know like, like car crashing to each other and specifically it always happened at uh, midnight and oh, wow. a lot of like uh, a lot of like survivors claim that um, they will they, they tend to see like from their back in the road before like all the all the the crash happens that they see like cars, you know, yellow Volkswagen in some oh, cases, wow. and, you know, yes. and some sea trucks and, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. We were reading that um, there is like this, like yellow Volkswagen sometimes that people will see too, which I think is the same thing where they'll like pass it up because it's going really slow on the highway. And then like a few minutes more down the road, there's like a yellow Volkswagen that they come across and then they pass that one up and then they just keep coming across like a loop of yellow Volkswagens or something, mm -hmm. which I don't know, like, you know, there's always like people that could tell a story because they want attention also, but like, if so, that's like super creepy. And like I was saying, I've also had like weird moments on the road where it was like, okay, that just didn't seem like a normal situation, but um, it could also be a matter of like me just being like really, really tired, or it could have been something scarier. So you never know. I like to like hear people out because I do think that like, um, if anywhere would be haunted, like it makes sense for like a highway to be right. Because that's places where there's like a high volume of just like 
death, basically. Yeah, it's a horrible accident. Yeah, but also people will say that they'll see, um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but like Pontianax? Is that how you say it? Pontiana. Can you explain a little bit what that is? So basically, Pontiana is the Malay word for vampire. Oh, really? Yeah. So I wonder if a Pontianak is like the same thing as like an Aswan in like Filipino culture. It could be, but it it is different names. But like we know that Pontianak as vampire too. So looking into it, it seemed like there were also like other names for it, depending on which culture you're from too. So. I don't know if you would know the name for, but it seems like the name for it in like Chinese culture was like Nugue or something. I don't know if you've heard of that. I think in Chinese culture, Pontiana or Vampire was called Si Xue Gui. Oh. It's a direct translate of like a blood sucking ghost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, basically, like what we saw online was the story was a woman shrouded in like white. It's always like the white dress and the long black hair, but it's like. A woman in a white dress and long black hair like lost her baby or something during childbirth so she ends up taking revenge on men which i don't understand like the correlation to why she's taking revenge on men but i think it's funny i feel like a lot of the ghosts in malaysia for some reason tend to be like women or women figures for some That's reason true. um so i read i was reading about the pontianak and i think doesn't that come from the word for woman which is like phlegm i think yeah so there's like that origin and then yeah people say that when I, whenever they smell decaying bodies or a baby or like jasmine and the, the pontiac is nearby i mean well i guess they can clash but most of the urban legends in malaysia it ties in with certain kind of taboos because yeah. uh, and it creates it creates and it leads to craving practices like for example um depends on which state you are we have 14 states in malaysia by the way different states has their own version of pontiana like i remember hearing one of those growing up is uh you were not allowed to go to so so just for more information for 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 your understanding um they are like um farms that they have like like fruit farms i don't know what you call that in the united states like they because this malaysia is tropical country so you have farms like have have lot like thousands of acres with uh banana trees that's okay. where they harvest the banana so I remember hearing this version of Pontiana that uh, you shouldn't go like just linger around the in, in the banana, uh, banana tree farm <laughs> yeah. at midnight because the that's where the Pontiana will will for its prey. Yeah, it's specifically uh, referring to banana tree. They it was just being told like that's where they they were that kids were just gone missing and you know all uh. that. But we. What after we grow up, we always that we can trace back like how the reason might be like they just don't want the kids to just run in there and you know yeah, get lost right, right, and right. then so they they have all these stories to like keep us being like scared about yeah, like yeah. those things. But it could be also real, you know. You never know. Like it That's could be right. also really incidents because you know, like especially uh in the Malay culture they they are the they are the majority that farmers that you know harvest the banana so we heard a lot of stories from them and there is also one that I heard that specifically uh so you know like I'm gonna touch a little bit about like uh like women stuff you know mm -hmm. so they say um you know this this might sound a little bit gross so because Pontiana they feed on blood right oh, okay so they it they there is a specific ways for women when they're going through their period you know like you have <laughs> oh to gosh. like there is a way to like like kind of like 
when you replace your tampon, you need Wait. to you need to store it in the in the very specific ways yeah, yeah, that yeah. Uh, the Pontianak will not find it and feed on it and oh grow God. attached to it. Wait, so yeah. me and Charlotte were actually trying to find like a short film because we were thinking about maybe doing a short film instead of like, we didn't know what we were going to do for this episode and we found one and I was like, should we do this? It's kind of crazy. And yeah. I like showed you the video and you're like, no. And yeah, it was like good. somebody on the floor, like a woman, like in white with black hair, like, I wonder if that's like the same the situation. Yeah. Probably. That, that brings back to my earlier point where this that leads to certain practices that that's why like maybe younger girls will remind them like to right. take care of their cleanliness, you know, yeah. when, they have, yeah. they, when they go through their menstrual cycle oh and you know, stuff like that, which <laughs> yeah. it, because is this how interesting where it always like, there is like a urban legend behind everything, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, you know, yeah. and I remember there's also like things like we were, we were told like, this is, this is kind of crazy. So we have, we have this subject in our in our education like like syllabus mm -hmm. like like on uh, elementary school there's this subject called the moral subjects where they teach you about values and stuff like that oh, really? i remember they, there is yeah. like certain chapters they teach about like practices of different religion oh, so that's pretty cool there are cool. and then there are some who believe that you are not allowed to go out when it is like bright bright sun and it's raining at the same time because your soul will be taken away they teach you that in school yeah they teach us that <laughs> in school <laughs> and crazy. i remember growing up whenever I it was like days. sunshine and it started to rain yeah, everybody started running oh yeah but turns out later the the, the whole sort of reason behind that is because they were afraid like if kids you know it's you you play around out there when it's rain and the sunshine you got yeah. sick easily so yeah yeah so the older ones like you know, use Someone these like an urban it. legends and stuff to like. Yeah, sometimes okay. they maybe they just don't. You know, they just want to scare you, so you don't do yeah. that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's always like a purpose behind like urban legends. Usually, yeah. like there's some like greater purpose. Like, um, well, for example, this is like obviously a different situation, but the whole idea of the Aswans in the Philippines, a lot of people think, was perpetuated by um, opposing governments in order to keep. Filipino people out of certain areas that they didn't want them to be. So they would like find by, and this is like all, I might not be saying this exactly how it happened, but um, basically what they would do is they would take bodies, drain them of their blood and like leave them in like roadways to make it look like there was a person that got drained, you know, and make it look like a vampire killed them. And so people would think, oh, there's a vampire that lives in this area. So you have to stay away from it. But in, in reality, it was actually like propaganda to try to keep Filipinos out of certain areas. Isn't that crazy? Right. But you never know. I mean, you never know. It could actually be like, uh, and obviously the myth had to come from somewhere. So it started at some point and then was perpetuated by someone else. So you never know. Maybe at some point there really was a situation like that. But um, it's honestly kind of sad to think about how people use um, people's fears against them. Yeah. And it's always, uh, it's always happening more, more country yeah kind of places i remember mm -hmm. also hearing this saying that um every time somebody got drowned in a river his spirit remains in that exact same spot that that he or she was being drowned yeah and until the the spirit find another replacement oh wow. the spirit will not move on oh my god that's that's where you know like there will always be ongoing drowning cases yeah. at this like similar spot or similar right. area of the river right. because they say it's, it's a never-ending cycle of uh, 
kids of people getting drowned and right, right, right. Every, the yeah, they just replace the the ne- the previous spirit to be right. there to find the next victim. But it also could be like how it generates the taboo of not you know playing near the river, right. stuff like that, which could know? just be a dangerous river. Like so, mm-hmm. you could drown. Yeah. So, but no, but yeah. It, it feels like if you like create something like a story behind it, it just becomes so much more effective than just being like, hey, yeah. you could actually die if you like go and drown there. You know, it's a real possibility. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that's what captures a lot of kids and just cultures as well as telling mm-hmm. them the story and making it this long and grand thing that gets passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Like with the Baba Yaga and like all the right. different cryptids and things like that, all of them usually have an origin of trying to keep kids from misbehaving or trying to establish certain cultural practices or... I guess also propaganda as well. So yeah, cool. for sure. It's crazy to think about like all the different like reasons why things like these exist, but yeah. they're still fun to like hear about. And for sure. I always believe that there's like a, there has to be some grain of like some sort of truth that could exist and you know, yeah. but you never know. This one, I don't know that this is really an urban legend, but I wanted to talk about this. I don't know if it was like big news here or whatever, but, um, and I don't remember exactly when it happened, but there was one time um, where there was a DJ working that received like a phone call from someone and it was like a guy talking about a car accident that him and his family got into did you ever hear about that so basically it sounds familiar yeah, yeah yeah i wanted to see like when you would catch on but anyway so there was one point where there was this dj working like a late night like talk show i guess and so people would call in and i don't know if they would just like tell stories or like yeah, talk about stories. things that happened there oh, okay so yeah they tell ghost stories yeah okay so it was the kind of thing where this guy was like saying oh uh, me and my family got into a car accident and was saying like all these things like he sounds so sad the whole time he's telling the story and he's saying yeah my kids my parents and i think my wife and all of them were in the car and um my whole family died and then like at the end of the phone call he's like and i also died in an accident and just hangs up abruptly and like everyone was just like okay what just (laughs) happened so a lot of people believe that a ghost like called into the station and like could be heard on air and maybe we can even insert a clip if we can find yeah, it somewhere we should, we should. um of what but you've never heard of that i heard of like maybe different versions of that but, okay. uh, not <laughs> exactly the one that yeah. you're telling me to yeah, okay. so i think most of this urban legends um that i've been told is during when i was much younger yeah like when i was like uh, maybe like 10 to 12 where like you know you're just kids you're in elementary school and you know and all mm-hmm. these like uh, I think the you know they're talking about you know there's always for some reason there's always big ghost spirits in the school bathroom and oh, yeah. you know all that but uh, <laughs> was a scary place. Yeah. I think the one that I heard most common so during my high school you've been to my high school before mm-hmm. so when when during the period of time of World War Two that whole school was actually one of the army base of for the oh, for wow. the Japanese. Oh, that's yeah. crazy! So we were being colonized by the Japanese for like uh, three years, and I think mm-hmm. if I'm three years and eight months. Mm-hmm. So since then, because like on during the weekends is where the scouts they were overnight at the school. So that that's where all these crazy stories about like hearing marching sounds at the oh mid- midnight. <laughs> and stuff like that yeah. and er- er- everybody was very familiar with all these like little crazy incidents like you know because scouts they have to like overnight like maybe friday night saturday night every every week so right. the other ones will 
share to us like you know i heard the munching sounds again last week and oh stuff my like gosh that. you know again nobody claimed to really like see things but it's always like hear things hearing yeah. things falling hearing people walking around and stuff okay. like that you know yeah schools are scary after hours i feel like yeah I never yeah, like nice. the school we went, we went to was like a newer building and it was like kind of nicer from what I remember. But the Catholic school that I went to before that was like super creepy, like super old building. And like I remember like even just being there like after everybody had left, it wasn't even nighttime, obviously, yeah. because I had no reason to be in there. Well, other than like certain school events and we would go inside. Um, but I remember even just like nobody being there anymore. It just like made it seem so cold and like scary, yes, like for yes. some reason. It's very clinical and shadowy yeah. after that point. It's really dark. Yeah, but also our school bathroom was just always really creepy for whatever reason. I don't know why. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a lonely place. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's also a lot of like cultures that have a school bathroom ghost yeah, story as well. Sure. Like I think in um, Japanese culture, there's the, um, te what is it? Tech? Techy techy or something, but there's like a ghost that people believe is like of a girl like that like crawls out the stall in like a bathroom. But like I think that's why she's called Techy techy because it's like the sound of her like scuttling yeah. across Ugh. the floor. Yeah, <laughs> there's always like a bathroom ghost. <laughs> like why are we so scared of that? I'm pretty sure if I was spirit, I wouldn't want to yeah. hang out in the bathroom. Oh, like, that no, that is my last option. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be a river spirit. Right? Yeah, pulling, having yeah. to pull people in. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about the first world hotel. We were talking about it a little bit yesterday with Aaron, but with Christ friend Aaron, but um, there's this hotel in, where is it, Genting, Thailand or something? So if you start driving around like 45 minutes from where we are right now, is there is this airport. place towards the high, they call it the highlands. So specifically this is called the Genting Highlands. Mm. So um, what interesting about that is, um, one of the biggest casino in Southeast Asia was located in Genting Highland. So you drove up and then like right now here, you know, you guys have been experiencing the hot weather and all that. When you drove up, the weather is like pretty chill, pretty cool. cool and you know, mm -hmm. but it's like on top of a mountain, you have this big casino. So every day, like, like thousands of people just go there just to gamble and you know, and there's this famous hotel named First World Hotel that uh, is being built just by the casino. Yeah. So legend says that uh, there's a lot of incidents where usually whoever that goes there gambling, they don't they don't just go there for two hours and come back right, and stay right. there a couple of nights and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of cases that we heard, um, even it went viral, like back then it's on the newspaper and all that. Um, people will gamble they will lose money, they will borrow money from the loan sharks and you know, they will keep gambling and a lot of them uh, wasn't able to pay back the money. So mm -hmm. they just like kill themselves. Like they jump off from, from the, the window, right? from the building and, and so because it happened so much that it was believed that that place was haunted mm -hmm. and and there are documentaries was being made. You can actually look, look them up in YouTube talking about specifically First yeah. World Hotel. Like there are a couple of things that are, is being very famously uh, being told is first, there's this, there is this uh, secret floor. Mm. That, 12th, is it the 12th floor? I, I wasn't sure, was it the 12th or the 7th floor mm. that it 
it exists, but it will never, it could never be found. Yeah, you can't reach mean, it. You can reach so. it like in the in the escalator, mm -hmm. like just like either it doesn't have the specific number, or you right. know. I remember one of my aunts she told me this story about staying in the first world hotel, and then she couldn't sleep the whole night because, like, in the bathroom, imagine like there's like water on the ground and somebody's feet is constantly tapping on the oh, water like for like whole night. <laughs> and you know, there are incidents about like, you know, windows just pop open, like curtains oh, just open and close. Yeah. I think a, a lot of like, you know, disturbance to many, many of you know, the customers that stays on the hotel to a point where it was believed that it was actually like crazily haunted. Yeah, yeah wow. That is super scary. What yeah. else did John know about? What else are the information that you happen to first yeah. world hotel so i heard i mean i really just heard that it's like a high number of suicide cases and then i heard that um it was like the kind of thing where people would see ghosts jumping from windows mm -hmm. um and that people would smell incense randomly which apparently in chinese culture i didn't know uh maybe you can validate this or not um that's like a sign. I don't know if it has something to do with like burial practices or something but they say if you smell yeah. i guess incense yeah, yeah. it's like there's Suggestion that a ghost might be near. Um, I remember is instead of incense, is mm -hmm. this specific type of flowers oh. where they 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 brought these flowers to funerals mainly. I forgot the, the name of the flowers. I it was in Chinese. Right. I, I even forgot how. To, so so there is this smell that every time you go to like you know funerals where they have like funeral center before mm -hmm. people were buried. You know they were. You know, for the Buddhists, they were like Chan. For Christian, they have their own ways to like mm -hmm. deal with funerals and stuff. So, but everybody brings that specific type of flowers, mm -hmm. and uh, they say, oh, if you smell that flower smell randomly, that means like you know, because you don't often smell that yeah, yeah, yeah. that smell anyway. It's associated with that particular mm -hmm. situation. I remember one time, me, me, and another friend was driving. He, he was driving a truck, we were there like, at, I forgot where we are heading, but it's on a highway. Mm -hmm. I, don't, not, no. <laughs> I don't think it's Carol Highway though, but it's just like out of the most random spot and random time, we just suddenly smell that flower <laughs> smell for like a good 10 minutes and we just like, oh shit. <laughs> and then after that, like it, it's just gone. Mm. So it was like, it was like kind of like my weirdest experience about like, you yeah, know. yeah, that is pretty scary though. <laughs> but back to First World Hotel is mm -hmm. um, it was it, it was pretty famous. Like till these days, it was believed that that and I've been to Genting before. Oh yeah. And every time I, every time I've been there, I will feel like it has this weird energy. Mm -hmm. And it was believed that whoever that owns and build the casino, there is this uh, belief in Chinese people like. You can actually like uh, kick ghosts, like little ghosts. They call it the little ghosts. What do you mean? It's it's, it's like it's think about this <laughs> like it's like capturing Pokemon and have oh them like God. serve your purpose. So it's like they have their own ways <laughs> and beliefs to like make deals with ghosts and all that yeah. things. And then they will they they call it the little ghosts. It's like they they came in the form of like little kids. So oh, you wow. feed them like sweets and candy, you make them happy, they will kind of like serve your purpose. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. So for whoever that builds the casino, they have this like like bunch of little ghosts 
to to keep making customers want to spend. Oh, that's yeah. And then in return, <laughs> they exceed the goal. Yeah. So it was oh, no. yeah. So it was I because mm. because I remember watching that documentary. It was so interesting talking yeah. about how the whole building was being structured, how and all these things right. was being um, made of, how certain things were being positioned and all that thing. It was all all meant to in. Uh, in a spiritual way to capture the heart of customer to wow. endlessly spend gambling. That's why they say once you go ganting, you'll yeah. be hooked up and then wow. it's very unlikely people will just like stop. People will always end up, end up wanting to keep going and going and spend wow. money from loan shops wow. and kill himself and all that. Thing, yeah. Man, and it's always a weird energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that is actually part of the reason I, I didn't end up bringing y'all to Ginting because yeah, that place is that's like great, great to meet. Yeah. 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 Maybe we should like just like mm. check no. it out. Yeah. Actually, I don't like to play rooms. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Is the first world hotel still standing? Yeah, it's you still, can still stay, right? It you okay. can still stay in first world hotel, but. If you if you look up online, there they they do have information of never stays in like some specific number of this room, mm -hmm. if, yeah. even though it, it, the offer is like a super good deal and you know yeah, yeah it's not worth yeah. it. Wow, that's, that's pretty crazy. That's crazy. Um, do you want to talk about the thing with the fours here? Fours, like not like I know it's like like anywhere you go, like there's not fours anywhere in Malaysian culture. Oh, so I don't know if that's like a scary thing or not. If it's just a I thing. I I didn't hear much about fours. I would actually say that uh, usually like the more foresty place are uh, the oh. country. Wait, not fours. I meant like how our so for example the floor that this hotel has. There's only like a three and then a three oh, A, and there's like floors. no number four. The yeah, floors of the hotel, my bad. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, you were talking yeah. about floors. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. So, no, it's true though. There's yeah. no, there's not that many floors. Yeah, so if you, you notice that uh, in the the elevator, the elevator yeah. in in like tall buildings, mm -hmm. there's always uh, have one, two, three, three A, five. So they would yeah. not have the number four because in Chinese the the number four is can. It's the same slang word as uh, death. <laughs> so they they so most building you you will realize that they will replace instead of four they will replace mm -hmm. in three a yeah and, or 23, uh, 24. and floor thirteen they will replace by thirteen a because right. they just believe that uh, if you have the letter four Chinese people they will I did not want to Wanna like stay. like <laughs> buy any houses or like want to rent you because it was not just bad luck right. it's like about death you know yeah. well I thought it was interesting because they still have like the P four four but it's like parking so I was like well maybe that's why they put four because it's not like a residential area so mm -hmm. it's yeah. just like I mean there's probably always a empty spot on P4 though <laughs> just yeah, for all the yeah, people that don't want to like park That's there I guess good. but yeah that is interesting every year mm -hmm. I will follow my mom go back to this state called Malacca to celebrate Chinese New Year it's like a two hours drive from from Kuala Lumpur the main capital of Malaysia so um I remember growing up one of the most exciting things about looking forward to going back to Malacca to celebrate Chinese New Year is because I had this and that she she claimed to be able to see things so and i only able to met her once every year 
So every year she will like give us a whole season yeah, right of like yeah, uh, yeah. all the spirit ghost stuff that that, that she that she experienced. So she will tell. I remember growing up, she would tell me stories like uh, every time they will have to move from house to house because you know the house that they stay. There's one there's like oh uh, there's like a little kid spirit. So they ended up kind of like uh, getting used to like like staying with yeah. kids' spirit. So it when they prepared meal, they will have like an extra oh, set of meals just like for the kid. And there's one time they they moved to a house where somebody committed suicide. Oh. So right on the dining table is where he hanged himself. So oh, she said like gosh. it disturbed her so much that yeah. every time she had to like go out and just look at the things to hanging right there. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, no, would I you remember. say that she's not like a? Would you say she's like a medium? Oh, uh, she, she didn't really like uh, communicate, involved in any practices or anything. She's just able to like see, see things, mm -hmm. and then, uh, and then there's this like uh, local, how to say? There's this like okay, Chinese belief in a lot of different gods. Like there's the god of prosperity. There's mm -hmm. this god of protection, mm -hmm. and you know there's like every single thing that has like god like in charge to deal with that. So there is this specific like like gods that she claimed. Like every time she like not every single time, like maybe once every like ten years. Like so she said like there are two times whenever she saw that god slash spirit mm -hmm. she will automatically this is i don't know how, how true it is but but according to her it happened she will automatically went to the the store you know where you can buy like a power ball and you know mm -hmm. stuff like that she will randomly put four numbers and she will want a little bit money huh. <laughs> and then in return she has to like burn incense and all that too like oh, you know wow. she said they happened only two times in her life and she won like a, a pretty decent amount of money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how true it is, but we were kids yeah, when she hard. like telling yeah. us this stuff, so we don't really question like much. Yeah. And then I remember she was telling me like, you know, she see, you know, and there's a part of my grandma house where you have to walk on like that yeah, spiral stairs. Okay. She mm -hmm. said like there's one time she it's like that. There's like a, a women spirit was just sitting at there, and it's like it's so narrow, and oh, then no. and then it creates like an awkward moment, like just like yeah, but it's just most like just random cases of her seeing like spirits yeah. like just yeah. being but not here necessarily and there like harmful or angry or anything like that. Just there, right? Yeah, they, wow. they were just there. She never yeah. tell me about incidents where you know like they trying to like communicate or like. They, they were just there doing their own thing, that, yeah. that kind of thing. But wow. still having having somebody that you know that has the so-called gift or ability to be able to see that, you know, yes. like, right. like group, as a kid hearing that is like pretty, pretty yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah like, that is crazy. Cool. And kids are always so like, that's like exactly the type of thing that kids want to hear is like stuff about like ghosts and spirits and things that they can't like see. Just, I know that whenever I was a kid, like anytime somebody had a ghost story, just tell me I was always like strapped yes, in and ready to go. And then I couldn't sleep all night long. So, <laughs> all right, guys, we still have to catch our flight. So, as much as I would love to sit here and talk about everything that we did not get to cover, um, we do have to start wrapping things up. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you, Kai, for being a part of this episode. I know that um, he was nervous to do it, but I really appreciate that he did. And as usual, thank you to my lovely co-host, Charlotte, for being my best friend. <laughs> um, guys, 
we will see you next time back in the States. I'm still going to be on my little awkward travel mic because I am going to be on tour. Um, I think Charlotte next week is going to be traveling some more. So I think she's going to take the week off. Um, and I believe that uh, me and Zoe are going to um, chat for St. Patrick's Day. So mm-hmm. I will see you guys then. And Charlotte will be back um, in a few weeks. So, okay. Bye, guys. Bye.